We are live. It is 3.07 p.m. Central Standard Time at 9.07 GMT in the UK. Yep, that's it. See? Rolling. With Sam and Joe, the best podcast you never heard of. Coming to you live on a Sunday. This is the 8th of January, 2023. If you are listening to the stream, fantastic. If you aren't listening to the stream, you're within 99.99% of the human population. But if you are watching the show, you should be noticing. We have a special guest. We have the late but never great Andrew. I said that's our, that's our yeah. captain. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Ha! <laughs> he's running the show here. He's actually in charge of everything. Yeah. He's our captain, and, and we, he's up for maybe possibly a promotion to admiral at some point. Ooh, well, I mean, huh. technically, I've got my lieutenant colonel's. Uh, there you go. Here, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's, this is just great. It's, it's it's wonderful to be able to to start out the new year and just thinking about all the new stuff we've got coming up. You know, and oh, it's exciting. Isn't it? So yeah, always. So now that we're past all that holiday shenaniganry, and hopefully your holidays were were nice and pleasant, and spend time with family and friends and all that kind of stuff, and get a couple of cocktails and also a couple of hors d'oeuvres and some decent meals. Yeah. Now, now it's the time oh, yeah. of the year where we're starting to talk about like, oh, I need to shave twenty pounds or fifty pounds or forty pounds or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I can't wear any shirt. Well, of course I say it. And I'm wearing shirts with horizontal. I can't have horizontal lines below right. a certain point after the holidays. So, <laughs> absolutely, but yeah. Oh, it's it's been good. Just uh, lots of lots of stuff. I tell you the. Uh, uh, it's interesting, like a good amount, decent amount. Of, like I'd say about half of the gifts that I ordered didn't really show up anywhere near on time. Uh, oh, so, dear. you know, first world problems though, but I think that's just about everyone. Right. So. Well, or you could be like me and just didn't buy a whole lot of stuff for, for adult people in my family. Mm-hmm. Or if it, if we did, it was stuff that I either ordered like a month ago or so, or a little bit ago. So, so I think a lot of people experienced that in the UK because we had strikes, everyone was striking, but there was well, postal uh, strikes. The Royal yeah. Mail, yeah. Yep, everyone's striking. Well, and we, we should. Oh, sorry. We should go on strike, Sam. Yeah, but see, they're going on strike because they're trying to actually do something to maybe get better working conditions. We would go on strike, and literally, no human being would care. Except Lenny might. Lenny might. Lenny would oh, probably no. care. Um, but A at little. the end of the day, I, I think <laughs> us striking wouldn't have the same level of impact. <laughs> I think as maybe the people at the Royal Mail. I don't know. You never know. We should try it, and I'm pretty sure. See what Lenny says. Be, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be right. I think, <clears> I think we're going to get the same level bang for our pound, as it were, bang for the pound. So, yeah, you'd have to be get paid to in the first place to get right. more. And people actually have to watch and really like. <laughs> if Mr. Beast went on strike, maybe people would give a shit. And, maybe. And and here's the thing, just full disclosure. Um, does he have a hundred million subscribers? Is that what I read? It was on Twitter or something where he has a hundred something like that, yeah. Hundred million. Do you realize that's a third of the population mm. of the United States? I'm not sure they're all from the United States. I'm just saying though. Just, no, can yeah. You, can you wrap your head around the fact that a successful channel is probably twenty to ten to twenty thousand subs, and he's got possibly mm. one hundred million subs? That's crazy. Well, and here's the other thing too. I wonder how many people, and, and this is also just in general. Like for example, uh, with like I don't really watch Marquez Brownlee really. Um, at all really anymore right. it's just it's not really just the content for me but i'm still technically subscribed so it's like how many what percentage of all of those large ones are people who just don't actively look at the content really anymore well or, i mean you figure what yeah. let's say let's say 20 percent. so that's what 20 mm-hmm. million 
but who cares? Still. I mean, but at that point, I mean, it's just, I just, it's, so mad, me, it's, just, it? it's absolutely mind boggling. And mm. I've, I've mm. watched his stuff. It's good. He's talented. He seems like an intelligent chap, but it's like a hundred million subscriber. Good. I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's yeah. again, I, and, he, and the problem is you can't have any of these discussions where you're asking those questions without people going, well, you're throwing him shade. Like you wish you were that. First of all, no, I, I don't wish I had that level of subscribership because that that you're starting to, to trail into like being like a famous person like mm. he's going to be in a point where he's almost like if he walked out in public he'd probably be stopped by people and that's yeah i'd say so yeah that's well, part of the reason why i don't want that level of fame i just that really would bother me on a don't worry level. we're not getting there though no well, and you have to be careful. You have to be even more mindful about your content too at that level because you have, yeah. when, when you have so many eyes, just the sheer number of eyes that are on you, on your mm. content, you have to exercise so much more control over your content, control over yourself, which obviously one should, I guess, should in theory, you know, have control of themselves where they're on there. But but there's a, there, it's just, it's so much more, uh, 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 there's so much more baggage with it. Yeah, you're on edge a bit more, aren't you? And see, Lumber. Lenny subscribed. He doesn't even watch it, although he's contributing to the live stream in a chat format. So maybe he is watching it. Maybe he's not really watching it. Maybe he's just it's on in the background and he's watching football. Maybe that's Lenny bot. It's not even Lenny. That's probably Lenny bot. Anyway, so yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> I again, like I said, and that that is just that that there is our there is our political humor for the day. That's that's it's just not even political. But it's it's just one of those things where I just I saw that and I was like a hundred mil I couldn't even and my and the reason why I mentioned is because my daughter came over last night and she was over on the couch um she was just visiting for the evening and she was watching some I guess PewDiePie I didn't know he was still doing stuff I I, I don't oh, know yeah. if it was old PewDiePie nope he He's said PewDiePie and Andrew was gone He's like yeah he said PewDiePie I'm out and, yeah uh, no but uh, she was she was watching hold on. There, there he is. We go. There we go. I'm not sure. I, I said PewDiePie, and it was like poof. There he went. I went oh, yeah, it's just like the internet's Twitter. like nope. You know, nope. Yeah, right enough of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and I and I don't know if he's still. I don't know if she was watching old stuff, you know, or he still does stuff. I'm just, and I hadn't heard that name in, in a while. I was like, I, I, I see you still watch PewDiePie. She's like, yeah. I'm like, I okay, sure. I, that and that's maybe it. Just kind of made me think about it. So. But, uh, mm -hmm. And Aditya is in the chat, and so is Barry and Lenny, and Jimmy the Dragon is in, and Aditya is saying, "Right, Order sixty six, yep, yeah, you got that whole, you got that whole vibe going. Absolutely. You got the look, right? It's it's funny. What was it? I'm actually going to be going in April to, uh, I think it's in April, yeah, to a Star Wars Celebration in London, and oh, nice. and uh, though, okay, when in April." Uh, I think it's the beginning. I think I think it's early in yeah. April, and and so I'm not going as a star as as a Star Wars character. I'm going to go as a Star Trek character. Oh, okay, and, uh, and it's a mess people's heads. So yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like like did you guys ever watch like so? This is old the Conan O'Brien back in the day with Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Yeah, and he and he had that dog like that character go to what was it one of the Star Wars prequel openings. And they and they had a Mister. They dressed someone up as Mister. Spock, and right. just walking along the line, just giving everyone the bird, right. logically, you know, <laughs> going through. And so I was like, okay, that's that's perfect. Yeah, so, yeah that'll be fun. So you see, he's going to be in the UK. So then maybe y'all can like hit. That's up. what I was thinking. Yeah, 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 that'd be fun. 
Yeah, right. we're still figuring out exactly like how how long we're going to be there as yeah. well, and and accommodations. But yeah, like it'll be fun. Like I'm pumped. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to make sure I come down to London yeah. and say hello. Be rude not to, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah, it'd be, and it'd you got to take him to get get some proper fish and chips, unlike somebody else. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would be aforementioned not named here. We <laughs> Roger. Anyway, so um. <laughs> Well, I'm glad What's he your bot? Another bot. He, start, he started a live stream today uh, on a switch. So it looks like he's starting to kind of feel better. I think he had a, he was having some medical like a surgery mm. over the holiday. And then also, yeah, I think he's still dealing with the whole getting kicked out of his land place. Something. I don't know. I'm glad to see he's back. Yeah. But what a legend he is though. Like, I bet he was still his happy go lucky Roger is like normal. Right. Although he probably had some moments where he was probably like ready to punch that landlord, probably probably square in the face. Yeah, but when he's on when he's on his stream, oh he's yeah, giving that energy still, it's no, amazing. He's awesome. So absolutely. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it's gonna be good. And then I guess CS is over. Uh, so that was kind of cool. I don't know much about it because I wasn't. I don't really follow it that often because, and here's the reason why. I I um I have other shit to do. Just like us all was really you know cool. I, mean? I hate to be that guy because we're doing like a tech podcast, but I, I, I see people like posting, you know, like you know, the poets was there and some other people were, but it, it seems like what I see more of is people meeting other people. Yeah, a lot of it's not, like not necessarily yeah. what's exactly going on in CES. So, and mm -hmm. then it's also not just phones, right? It's you know, tech and Roombas, and although I did see this, uh, Trisha Hurstberger was in a uh, like a pod gaming pod deal or like oh yeah that looked pretty slick i was like okay and then i, I showed it to my wife and of course becky's like Pfft. well i like how <laughs> i like how it's like obviously like a gaming like setup but oh yeah and, and, but they're like there's a little gaming slash You're right work, no it, it looked pretty cool. i'm like that ain't for work <laughs> right i mean you could <laughs> like no work, way but unless yeah, you work for starfleet you know then yeah then it just it looked pretty good. cool i didn't and of course i didn't see an msrp so i don't know how much it would cost but it looked pretty cool although uh, yeah. yeah so i was like yeah you get a little your own little bubble Actually, quite impressed. Like, it looked like something that could be in a corporate innovation space this is what it mm -hmm. looked like it could be you could leverage that in in a corporate space if you had like little bubbles like we have like we had used to have a space where they had like um places like that where you could sit down and have a collaborative mm -hmm. spaces where you could sit down and plug in something and you could all watch stuff it was pretty cool but it looked this, cool i'm sure it's not cheap what I thought of when I first saw that, and I, anytime I see one of those setups, all I can think of, uh, and this shows how old I am, uh, the, the the like the little the little like consoles they had on the show Sequest back in the nineties, which oh I'm yeah, sure, I remember that show. Yeah, like it was the same sort of thing where like except it was like it was nineties tech, and but they had like the it was the same sort of thing where they had the thing going over, and it just it was the cheesiest crap on the planet. But like yeah, that's basically what it is, and I'm like okay, I can appreciate that. I will tell you any futuristic. TV or movie show tech is I want that little motorcycle from Men in Black, the little the, the circle cycle where oh that yeah, I yeah. want that it would be a thing if they actually made that I would totally want to buy one of those <laughs> that looks pretty cool oh man I tell you it's it's so interesting the with the, some of the stuff that I found really interesting with CES two things I was an it was an LG no no it was Asus that had like the 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 stacked monitors oh, laptop yeah. and then uh, outside of that I'd say it's so dumb and random uh and it's not even for this particular product it's for like what it represents but the little toilet sensor to like test your urine and like sees how like like <laughs> that actually is really cool just because pretty is useful it, is, is, is well. it testing hydration or is it testing like you know uh, are you gonna pop a piss to, test kind of test right it has something to i think it's more like uh, uh your diet 
and oh and checking like it. like okay like okay yeah, mm-hmm. Philly stuff along those lines. Yeah, okay. Checking your hi- yeah, like hydration and well, also and checking everything. like you know, like kidney function and you know. Yes. Kind of okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a very useful tech. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're a person that has to be monitoring that kind of thing, it would be kind of handy. I know you yeah. got to do is <laughs> piss on it. I don't, no, we don't want it to be handy. Uh, it yeah, yeah, I know that's terrible. But they, <laughs> he'll, be but, uh, he'll be here all week. You can tip your way. Yeah, though, though it's like it's interesting. Like I don't want to be the guy who has to change the battery on that thing. Charge it, yeah, hell no. But what because what you do, what people who don't know, like it's basically it's like it's like a toilet cake. You just like put it, yeah, in there. Um, but it's like the whole thing about that that I found really interesting though is just like having a lot more of the I don't want to call it mundane, but I guess mundane aspects of like health that you can track, like being able to take some of that and do it at home, and right. then being able to bring having that supplementary data already there to bring to your doctor. And you've got something to aim for as well. Right. Yes. One. <laughs> I would, I would sell those little things, but put little targets on them. Little bullseye. Mm-hmm. Just what the hell. <laughs> we, we might, we might do a um, nomad tech project. Uh, case yeah. Yeah. With our, with our faces on. So you can That's the problem. <laughs> I can't believe that they didn't, they didn't put like the anti splash stuff on it for. Oh, your, of course. Uh, why like would a, you? Because then you're gonna have to like you be the first person to try it. I'm like, oh, anti splash! You god dang it! Right. <laughs> yeah. Walk out to back out, especially if you're wearing like light colored pants. Then you'd walk back out into the uh, show floor. And you're like, huh, yeah, tested Don't, out the yeah. hydration cake, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Could you didn't work out too well for you, huh? Could nah. you imagine the booth? The booth to test that out. Oh yeah. No, no. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's, just, like, there's there's just some guy at the booth probably with like <laughs> with like a super soaker. And or just, just like, yeah, yeah it's just like this is awkward. He's just holding <laughs> yeah. it out like this. No, I just shoot for just, it, dude. No, hold, hold it lower. Hold it lower. He's like, he's no, like a. Hold. I just wait. It's like it's it gets like people start making their way out towards the end of the day, and they're just like, okay, let's get the right. super soaker. Let's see if what I can you need to do is put there, that right next you know? to the, like a beer booth, because then that people can just kind of come right there. <laughs> yeah, but just remember, you're gonna have to do the whole thing where you're gonna have to kind of adjust as you lose pressure. Right, you're running out of. You, know, you have to kind of walk around and make adjustments. Slight adjust. Life's about adjustments, right? Oh yeah, so it's a pretty good show. But again, I don't, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to what's actually all the tech. Unless they see like me post a picture of it, and, and so it, it's it's one of those yeah. shows that I guess I just don't, I don't pay a lot of attention to a lot of those trade shows just because I would more. The only reason I would rather go is just to meet all the people that would be there. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to go. That would be the reason why I would want to go and see the tech would be interesting in there. Well, it's like the tech that's there seems to be more underlying, like the like cutting edge and underlying tech. Like I remember a few years ago, like they were showing off all of the 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 concepts for flexible displays before right. we started seeing them. And so it's like, like I, I would want to go look at like battery tech or or some of that other stuff. In and there. they didn't they have some foldable? I saw some foldable Samsung tech and stuff. They had some rollables mm-hmm. and foldables, and there were kind of that loads kind of, of that going on. Yeah, always. Well, yeah. I think now it has a little bit more traction because now people at least can mm. see that there's folds and flips in the marketplace and and yeah. Z folds and and so I think at least to generalized consumers who would be they at least have now a sort of frame of reference. Like if mm-hmm. you use a foldable in the public, now people will notice. That's oh, that's one of those Samsung foldable. Even when I use my duo in public, mm-hmm. I still get people asking about, oh, is that one of those Samsung foldable deals? I was like, mm, not really. It's not not really, thing. no. <laughs> no, it's not the same thing. And then I prepare to show them. They're like, oh, okay, that's cool. And they don't mm. really care. They don't. <laughs> yeah, it's not Samsung. We don't care. You know, yeah. it's it, it's so weird. I can't decide whether I want to jump in on the foldable, like foldable, foldable sides mm. uh, side of things or not. Because I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like with foldables, we are still, well, okay. 
with this latest iteration is a little bit less so, but uh, of, of the fold four between fold three and four, four, but overall, it seems like there's been bigger leaps in terms yeah. of, in terms of implementation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I'm like, that's why I'm waiting basically until we get to a point where I'm like, okay, I feel more comfortable with this now. And just, and honestly, for the most part, it's uh, durability of the screen. Exactly. Yeah, still. exactly that. Same for me. So it's just the question marks over durability. And obviously I see them coming back for repairs all the time as well. So yeah, but <clears> I don't <throat> want to pay monthly necessarily just to have yeah. an inevitable. Cause like, sure. It's like $500 versus $20, $20 to like replace a screen. If you have insurance mm-hmm. from Samsung versus not, but you know, no. it's one of those things where you're like, I don't, yeah, but how much are you paying for it for how long you're going to have the device? Thing, yeah. So, and I guess at this point, it really, I would say if you, if you, foldables are nice, but you really, it almost, you'd almost still have to have really kind of a reason to use it. Like if you're, if you're a person who just has a phone because you're just a basic, you know, communication device and you're at the grocery store and you're doing, you know, playing a game here and there kind of thing, I don't really think foldables really kind of are your, probably are your thing. That's the thing. Like I spoke to someone who who got it and he, he said, um, I really regret it. I only use the outer screen. <laughs> so he's got really? a foldable. He basically only uses the outer screen. So he might as well have any random glowing rectangle. Right. Because <laughs> what's the yeah, point if you're in? And yeah, then you got now you've seen Samsung with tri folding devices or, or a device, yeah. you know. And then so now you're like, okay, well, now you've. But again, like. Okay, if you have two screens or a trifold, it doesn't really matter. You still have a point of failure, mm. right? And that's what you're. But you know, I mm. think at this point. But if if you, I would tell you, if you use a, if you start to use a foldable, and I mean, really, actually, that's why, and that's why I kind of, and that's why I kind of like the duo because you don't run into those kinds of problems like Joe's talking about. You have to open this up. Yeah. There's no mm. other way to get into it. You got to open mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. And that's the only yeah. way you can do it. And so. And that, and that, again, is a point of contention because people, like I said, have gotten so used to like looking at your screen, not accessing the phone, seeing a notification. But wh- what what better way to drive the wearable category than having devices like that? And I think that's part of the reason why people don't go to wearables as far as like fitness bands or whatever or full watches because if you can just pick up your phone, you have the time on your screen, right? And you've got your whatever notification you got on your screen. You don't really care mm-hmm. to have, you don't need a watch. Right. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's why I made the argument where that's why I'm not getting a pixel watch. If they would make a pixel instead of a watch, they had a pixel like band. I would mm-hmm. be in on that. Something that's well, a little bit more simple, like my me band, right? Something simple. just gives you some basic notifications, you know, but is a th- half the cost, but really is more of a smaller profile. Isn't a proper watch. And it has like a four or five or six day battery life because it's just a band. That's why that's, that's- they, I think if they would really want to make a, a wearable category, I think that they should really – that's what would get me into a Pixel wearable. Basically. See, I would love to see a, uh, a Pixel watch, but the big difference is it's it's an e-ink, color e-ink display. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can I can see that. For like battery com- – yeah. Oh, well, that and just – yeah, in general, because I I also had a pebble, so so I loved the oh, pebble. And we but... and we met uh we mentioned fish and ships, and Jermaine showed up. Perfect. Yeah. We have summoned, yeah. summoned Jermaine. How are you doing, sir? So, and, and I will tell you, and just and just for and this is more of a, a wearable. Mm. This is posted to Apple, folks. 
Okay. Um, because they have the Apple Watch, right? If you're going out on the town and you're wearing a suit or you're wearing some, you're in a formal event, don't wear that. It looks tacky as shit. Get a Man. regular watch or don't wear nothing. I, you know, I was, I will tell you, I was at a function where it was really kind of high end, really formal. Mm. And you'd be surprised how many women and men I saw wearing a full suit or a cocktail dress and have a fucking Apple watch on. You look Did they have good. like a nice strap on it or was it just the, no, it was the Apple. It doesn't matter. It's, it, it's, <laughs> please do me a favor, folks. You can't, I don't care what strap you put on it. If you're going out into, public, I don't know. It, it can be some smart straps out there. I had a nice Milanese one on my um, Galaxy Watch Free. It looks right. it looks smart. Maybe if you can take your watch, like I have, you know, I've got, you know, I've got my, you know, I've got this little kind of, mm. you know, it's like the mesh kind of, you know, on my yeah, this, Milanese. But this looks Milanese. like a watch. This is my Galaxy yeah. Watch, mm. right? Yeah, that's what I had. That I watch looks the same, right? And I'm telling you, if you got your Apple Watch and it's got a regular standard band or strap or whatever, yeah, that sucks. Do, please do me a favor. Have enough decency to take the damn thing off and put on a normal watch or just don't wear a watch at all. It's only a few hours. Now, if you have a medical reason why you've <laughs> got to wear it, I totally get it. But they're not. It's it's people don't have enough sense to take the damn thing off. It looks ridiculous. Or, like he says, leverage a nice watch band. At least you can kind of make it look. But it's it's that watch can't look classy. Especially and, and, the Ultra. And it's still, yeah, I don't care what band you put on it. That's a know, chunky boy, isn't it? It's, 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 just, like, it's square and it's it's just it cannot look classy in, in, <laughs> in a in a formalized setting. I just I'm saying, wear your Apple Watch anytime, all the time. But if you're at a formal event, please just switch out to a regular timepiece. See, I think it just looks of, classier. Part of the problem, I think, of the overall with how it looks is two things: the rounded edges combined with the matte like metallic colors make it look less formal in my opinion. Right. Like it's, it's significantly more casual. I, I'm just saying it's, it's not, it's not a good looking watch. It's not formal. It looks tacky. And if you're wearing it to a formal event and it's visible, like a woman, I, this woman, I has mean, a, a, a short sleeve dress on and she, and this tacky ass, bulky, stupid looking <laughs> Apple watch. And I just couldn't know. I, and the funny, the funny thing is I could not focus on her. I kept looking at the watch going, didn't doing your husband tell you, honey, babe, you look that looks ridiculous. Don't wear that. You had this nice, really, and she was all dressed up, nice shoes, nice dress, nice little handbag, mm-hmm. and this danky ass watch on. It looks ridiculous. Just don't. That's why so I do see it all the time. Oh, I, I do too. It's terrible. That's why if you truly want, like if you and you say you want you have a lot of business and formal stuff you go to, and you still mm-hmm. want to be able to do like health tracking. Then get some sort of fitness ring, probably. Then. Yeah, or a ring or oh, something like that. Yeah, withings. Have you heard of withings? I've not. But I've, I've seen them though. The scan watch. Oh, that's they're very nice looking watches. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. The, like there was a was it a fossil one? There were like not too like a year and a half ago, I think there or a couple of years ago there was a it was like an e ink watch that had like a dial and then like a, it was an analog. The hybrid ones as well, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, and I know Michael Fisher uh, did one of the, like a, a review on one of those, yeah. um, and it looked really good. Uh, and that's that's just like I just think I'm so so surprised that Ink has not taken off with watches and wearables because it's just, it just seems perfect. Yeah, and I and I think because then you can get the same you can still get the same smartwatch kind of look, but then mm-hmm. you can actually leverage that into any setting, right? At the at the gym or in a formal setting because it's got the look. I, I think. 
I think the hybrid smartwatch, again, like always, right? And isn't it nice that like usually the solution that's for everything oh, is yeah. kind of in the middle, right? I kind of like that. And yes, I agree with Jermaine. Huawei does a nice job. I like Huawei. Huawei Wearable. does, yeah. Huawei, and let's can we just can we just put this out there as far as like hardware across the board? Can we all just admit Huawei just crushes hardware? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, on their they, smartphones, they, on anything else, they they are literally the top of the sh- the food chain. Their ecosystem's fantastic as well. Yeah, well, when they left the when when they were forced out of the U.S. market, uh, that was the big moment that we started. That the the lack of competition in the Android space just grew mm. exp- and stagnation in hardware designs like it, it increased exponentially from that point forward. Especially devices Absolutely. that are focused on the U.S. market. Oh yeah, huge. Well, and it's it's like this is that's exactly where Samsung because because up until Huawei was like what was it with the Mate Nine and and, and mm-hmm. on all and after and the P twenties pros and all of those like before then Samsung and all the other manufacturers they, like they Huawei was the only one that like decided to go okay we need to actually have more than three thousand milliamps in these batteries and, and, mm. and make the bigger, you know, you know what I mean? Like they were the ones who pushed it all of the, this hardware innovation. And then the moment that they leave, Samsung goes straight back to resting on their laurels. And they were on the problem. verge. They weren't they literally on yeah. the verge of I, I and, and I agree with scoop here. He missed the pebble, the elegant, the e-ink on those pebbles. Those are classy. Like those yes. are legit. Those people, people complained about the e-ink on the Pebble Time, like the color, but I liked it even though it was kind of washed out. Yeah. And and so, and to your point, I think, you know, with Huawei basically having the rug pulled out on from by the United States government and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I really, and I and it was funny was, and the reason why I know AT&T was about ready to actually have a Huawei. The Mate I 10 remember, Pro. I, it was the Mate 10 Pro was actually going to be an AT&T carrier device. And it was literally like two or three weeks from being announced. <laughs> and then literally that band came and pfft, that was the Okay. End. So here's the thing. How many do you think they mean? How many, how many of the AT&T SKUs do you think they actually manufactured? Well, they probably, I would say they manufactured at least half, like probably so, 50,000, maybe, so, maybe 20, 10, yeah. 20,000 of them. So they probably had to go take them all in and basically yeah. reflash everything and change right. out the circuit. Boards. Yeah, wipe them and basically either put Chinese ROMs back on them or completely, completely well, ditch the firmware. Yeah. Well, because it's weird because I don't think the ban happened at that point yet because. I whenever I got my Mate Nine, I got it unlocked from Best Buy because no carrier was selling it. So I think that the Mate Tens you still could, but then right. after that they were like, no. But yeah, not. I just remember they were they were going to have an announcement for like I remember even the guy at the AT and T store says, yeah, we're going to get the Huawei Mate Ten. I mean, they were excited about it, and then that came wow. out and literally they had to just basically shelve the announcement, and then that was the end of it. Um, and I and I and I still to this day I I will tell you if if Huawei ever got back in the game. Uh, and they oh, were yeah. to, and I would, and I would even go as far as to say is, if I could use it on AT and T, like if they didn't, if it was on their whitelist, or I could still get around it, I would, I would rock a Huawei, like the Mate Fifty. Oh yeah, what was it? Oh the, yeah, what, uh, what was it? I almost picked up. What was it? The Mate Twenty X. <laughs> X. Yeah, that that humongous like thing you could kill someone <laughs> that was with. Awesome. Oh my god. You know the. It's interesting. Like though, looking back now, so it's it's interesting looking at. Looking at the, what's happened to the to the North American segment of, of the mobile space after Huawei left, the perfect example of the continued sort of issues that we're seeing too is in the foldable space where Samsung is iterating basically not at all almost, uh, and all their competitors are refusing to release here. 
And so even though there's better technology, we're not going to see it here in the United States. Yeah. And so, and I still, and that's why I still have my P30. Yeah. Great. And I'm, I'm not letting this thing go. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's still, and here's the thing. It's not on the whitelist and yet I don't have to do anything. I pop the 18 D SIM in, it fires right up. Mm. I, and I'm not going to complain about that. That's I'm not cool. saying anything. It just happens to work. I don't know how. Does it have Volte? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Because because every time I yeah. so I have an I have my I have an old uh, X, Sony Xperia X one compact and it mm-hmm. doesn't have Volte and I have Cricket Wireless which uses ATT's towers but mm-hmm. any since it doesn't work now because it doesn't have Volte if I put my SIM card in there they in that phone uh, the carrier will remotely suspend my account. Yeah, well I get that too on AT&T. really and the funny yeah. thing is the only wow. two Huawei <laughs> devices on the official whitelist are the Ascend and the Ascend mm-hmm. XT I think are the only two because I think that why I think actually sold them at AT&T. But yeah. this one should not, and ever, and it, without fail, I put my sim in it, and it fires up. I'm like, <laughs> and I know <laughs> what'll happen, and I know what'll happen if I decide to get a, a, a newer phone. I, I know I won't be able to do that. But I just, like I said, I don't know how it's not on their whitelist, and yet it still it still fires right up. Like I don't have to call AT&T and do <sighs> anything. It just it just it catches a signal, it works perfectly fine. So I'm like, I'm not gonna say nothing. So I, but I I, I love the Speed Thirty. Yeah, they're watching you, Sam. They're watching you, Sam. You're on a list. You're on a list, Sam. I'm on the list. I'm on yeah, I'm on a list. All right. So I, t- I tell you what though, I'm pretty excited to actually come uh when I go to, to England. One thing I want to do is I just want to go into a carrier store and just be like, whoa, there are multiple Android brands here. Right. You can get yeah. an Apple. What? You, you can get an honor. You can get a what? Shout out to my store. What is this craziness? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's yeah, so it's, cool. Yeah. So it is cool. Now you're on location, Andrew. You're in Tulsa, you said. So are you yes. there for work or just oh family? Okay. Yeah. So it's good. And so what were you doing in Tulsa? You had mentioned it both show. What were you work doing? Were you there? What for your brother or brother-in-law? Oh, oh, oh. Yes. So I we ended up uh, uh so he actually decided to join the 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 uh, the PC community now. So we I went we went ahead and I went on PC part picker built and uh, put together you know a part list a parts list for him and I built his PC. Uh, well, we we built his PC. I was teaching him and it was it was a lot of fun. There was a little bit of it. Oh, I tell you what though. So I was doing we did an AMD build and so the hardest thing about putting these together is making sure that like you don't screw like a ti- one tiny thing up like. Getting the little like the uh, the front I/O like LED lights and mm-hmm. and everything set up to the right exact pins on the motherboard to make because like essentially I had it and we and I turned it on and there's like a light that a red LED that pops up on the motherboard it's like RAM's not seated properly or something and I'm like oh, oh, see, that's, so yeah, that's my fear oh now do they yeah. still like beat do they and I, I have to ask because I do this really well they mm. still have, like light and beat codes. Because I remember when it used like, to be like if you had something like a, a hardware failure, it yeah, beep, you go beep beep beep. It was like oh, yeah. beeps meant you have a RAM fa- or BIOS failure. Yeah, no, the, these failure. yeah these are okay. just uh, red LEDs on uh, that, okay. that each one corresponds to a different one, and so um, originally it was the RAM, and so essentially I had to I had to shift them over because they were staggered. But I shifted them over, and then I had to just switch which one was in what, and then it started working. So it's like even though they're the same sticks of RAM. Like, non-parity ram and stuff like that i guess they still i don't it's oh been a yeah since i built i mean literally it was like 25 <laughs> years ago it's, it's yeah. incredible um this and 
And it was really just, actually, I didn't even build it. I just, re- my, my motherboard hmm. on that computer had broke. So I went uh, on and I found the same motherboard and all I did was took a picture of it and look, like put little flags, like one, two, three. And I, I didn't know what I was doing. I, and this is prior to YouTube. There was no, I, I didn't know what I was doing. So I literally uh, just took the board, put it in and like took pictures and had literally a piece of paper that turned the page. I go, okay, this goes to this. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And I basically just put it back together. Essentially. I, it's a lot more, it's a lot more like Lego now though, isn't it? The way it connects in. Yes, as long as you have the instructions. So yeah, <laughs> I pulled I pulled up the the instructions and the diagram on uh, for that they supplied like through the QR code, and I go there and look at the, at the at the diagram and it looks similar, but it's not the same. Similar. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, great. And so I'm looking yeah. at well, like, I had never heard of PC part picker. So that's kind of cool. So they have like yeah. guides and how to build stuff, and then people. So, take their builds and put them on here. That's kind yeah, of, and like, so, I like, that's kind of cool. And so like, it'll pull up like the, like you'll pull up the parts list and, and it keeps the prices updated and it'll give you like the lowest price at where it is. And they'll give you other prices. So you yeah. can go, cause you have to go to the individual store to buy. Well, the funny thing is I see like they have like a great AMD gaming build and it has, here's the parts mm-hmm. and you can just click on it. And when you click on it, it'll give you what you need. Well, and I was, it was great except for one issue I had. Okay. So this is an AM5 socket on this uh, processor I'm using. Well, I got, uh, I ordered on the list a cooler, Cooler Master Cooler, and it turns out it was AM4. And there's like these tiny little thing you have to press to see an incompatibility, and it, and like this tiny uh. little thing at the bottom was like it needs an adapter, and yeah, no, when I they don't even sell that the adapter on Cooler Master's website. So. Typical. And so. I uh, went out and, okay. uh, to a computer place, got an actual cooler that would fit for it, and got that all set. Um, so luckily, all up and running now. But oh, but I tell you, it's oh, it was... yeah. By the way, hashtag not sponsored by PC Part Picker. Right? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> but yo, who are we sponsored by? Extremeskins.co.uk. Check them out. Get your. Stuff. What do they do, Sam? They put skins on your shit. They sell you skins to put on your shit. Not on your actual shit. You you buy the skins of the stuff and you put them on incorrectly and make a little mistake and then they roast you for it. You can that's how they are. You get to inverse reverse flay your your uh, your gear. I mean, they sent me one for the PS4 and I and I messed up the little four. So I it inside the four the little thing came off and it looked good, but they I mean like ninjas man. They're like, oh the four's fucked up and you suck. I'm like. Sam's that PS4 skin. <laughs> PS4 skin. Yeah. Right. Aditya, you can have fun with that. <laughs> let it just let it rip. Because you know what's coming. You just put it on a T for him, god dang it. And he's just gonna he's gonna let it rip. So you know he's here. Well, so, no, yeah. no, no. I'm his wingman. Aditya has gotta write Aditya has to write the the check. Uh since this isn't public domain. That joke isn't public domain yet, you know. Right. Yeah. We, have to, we have to pay him for it. So yep. Royalties. Absolutely. So check them out. Extremeskins.co.uk. They got tons of stuff, great prices, codes. And if you really want, you can go to a friend of the show, mm. Matt Tyler, and go to his Purposely Gaming website. Mm. He's got always got codes. Check them out. He can get you hooked up. He knows all the chaps and 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 blokes and ladies. I might she, I might email Extreme Skins and say, look, you should uh, change your slogan. Uh, Sam's come up with a great one. We put skins on your shit. Right. We put skins on your shit. <laughs> That would work. That's better than D brand. Because you can imagine that on a billboard right now. Oh yeah, dude! It'd be like you're driving down the M25, big, with my face, 
extreme skins. We put skins on your shit. They'd be like, <laughs> they skin cars? No, but we will eventually. One day. One day, right? And so anyways, check them out. And speaking of that, also check out the Purposely Pixel YouTube channel. You should check that. You should be, if you're listening to the show already for any length of time, you should already be subscribed to that channel. Lenny does a great job. 100%. He was in the chat earlier. Mm-hmm. He always is, uh, he's a supportive folk. They're just great. We, we love their content. Um, Lenny just put out a new video uh, about how to make a video with uh, Google Photos. Real, real yep. simple. Not long at all. It's an easy watch. It's really good and handy. I didn't even know I could do that. So uh, check it out. And then while you're there, do some subs and and then tell people about it. They do a really good job over there. And so that's they are the ones who are graciously allow us to, to put this absolute awfulness on their channel. So we appreciate them letting you us might reconsider, though, when well, I say this. I've committed to doing more videos for Lenny. I don't know I how see, many I'll do, but... I saw that. Well, if you do more than three, you're... Impressed. Yes, that's all I've got to beat is three, yeah. Right, you got to beat three. So you better get started because it's almost the end of January. So you better hurry up. But anyway, <laughs> we appreciate uh, Lenny letting us uh, letting us schluff along in our busted-ass caravan with faded paint and a busted wheel, and we just schlup in there. So, yeah, it's Is that Breaking Bad you're describing? I don't know. No, I mean, well, they, they don't call it a caravan. I, this is like, you know, that's what you guys call it. Are you Walter White and I'm, um, what's his name again? Walter Jesse. White. Jesse. Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, you're, you're the Jesse Yeah, Pinkman's you're Walter, I'm Jesse. <laughs> yeah, I know. So anyways, check out our sponsors and let them know, and let them know we sent you just because we don't get any money for it, but we hope to help them out. They, they, they've taken care of us over the years and really they're, they're good good folks over there at, at, at both of our So I want to go sponsors. back to CES quickly. Yeah. Mm. There's one thing I saw that was quite cool. It was like um. Like a 3D uh, screen. It's Tom the tech chap. I actually saw it on his Instagram. Okay. There's a 3D screen on a laptop. But no That's glasses awesome. needed or anything. Um, I, I don't... Uh, it's pretty we, awesome, though. For for certain people, that's going to be great. Yeah, I just don't... I don't really... I mean, didn't 3D kind of be a thing and then it was like nobody... Well, that's the anymore. thing. Yeah, that's the thing. It kind of died, didn't it? But... I mean, least Avatar, at least like, in the, Avatar in the movie 2 is space, coming out. It definitely in the movie space. I know that was a big thing for a while. They had like the, the mm. glasses and stuff, but I I haven't been to a movie in a while. I think it, I don't know. Do they still do that? I don't even know. No, not depending. Oh, I'm, I'm curious if Ava, the new Avatar, I haven't seen it because I didn't care about it. Yeah, like, I've, uh, I've heard you should watch it in 3D. So, so, so the new one is doing in 3D. Yeah. That's why okay, I heard. Okay, it makes sense because well, it makes sense because because of the continuity mm, with it. Yeah, but, exactly. But there yeah. are certain films I, and things I think 3D is good for. But other than that, eh, like Gravity is it was designed oh, was yeah. was directed with 3D in mind. Yeah. Um, another great one, uh, James Cam James Cameron's a uh, Ghost of the Abyss was I really good. Seeing, I never that, seen so it. that one is actually a documentary where he goes and dives on the Titanic wreck and gets oh, okay. footage. And that would be that great. is that, cool. That yeah, that would be. Because like they had like they had the footage down of like the ROV uh, the remotely operated vehicles going down the grand staircase, and so you actually get to see like like seeing the wreck in three D is cool. really interesting. Um, mm. And then I, I think that uh, and yeah. to me that would be more of an applicable is the is the documentary space. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah, stuff yeah. like that or just like nature or whatever that in a three D space would be pretty pretty cool. I I could get out yeah. of it just but just general overall movies in general. Yeah. Just, if it has to be directed for it in mind and not and and not like a 100%. horror movie where they have like the gimmicks of like here's the axe coming at your face or something like that you know yeah uh, you know it's like that's why gravity was so good was because <laughs> yeah right yeah 
Well, and gra- gravity was so good because it, it is fruity space and they needed to, to, to use that. To, they use that to help convey the story. Um, right. And it complemented it. And, and Avatar was like, just like, here's the tech demo. And have fun watching Fern Gully in space, you know. Right. And, so. and here's the thing: I everybody I've talked to who's seen the second one says nobody said it was awesome. Everybody's like, "Yeah, it's it's pretty good," or or it's like, mm, "No, it's it's a long movie, and I it did not work for me." I've not heard anybody walk out of there and say it just like was awesome, like it was crushed all expectations. I've heard people like, "Yeah, it's pretty good," or "No, nah, yeah, it wasn't pretty, or it was enjoyable, but." I don't know. I'll wait. I don't really care. I had a bad habit after watching the first movie for like a year afterward calling the main actor not Kevin Costner because it was like, because it was also like Days of Wolf Wolves in Space. Right. Oh, so. I would stay hydrated. I ran out of juice. Joe's been yeah. drinking. Uh, looks like water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not so, vodka. Yeah. It's not vodka. Yeah, it's water. Yeah. Mineral water. There you go. So everybody's drinking so. uh, healthily. I, I to Jimmy. Of, to Jimmy. Jimmy. Thanks for the two pounds, Blake. We appreciate it. Thank the you legend. for always always donating to the show. We really appreciate that. And that money definitely goes into Lenny's pocket. And Lenny does actually give us the money. It's pretty he nice. Does. Yeah. He does a really good job. He could keep it. And if he did, we would be okay with that. Cause you know, it's all good. So we really appreciate it, man. So thank you very much. I, I, I didn't, I bought a pre-built, uh, the Legion computer and I, and it's cool. Cause it's got the lights and it's nice. And the reason why I did was because, and this is something else we were talking about too, is, I had two gaming laptops, right? So I had the uh, the Y720, the Legion gaming laptop. It was pretty nice. Um, had pretty good specs on it. And then I bought, um, I gave that to my daughter because her other one broke. Um, actually, she was using my old Alienware M14. It finally gave up the ghost after seven and a half years. It finally just would not boot anymore. Um, and then, um, so I bought an HP um, and it was pretty nice. I, I liked it. But the thing I noticed, it generated a ton of heat, obviously, because it's a laptop. Um, mm. And also it was just noisy. But I also noticed that, I never, it never really left my desk. It was always at my desk. I'm thinking, well, if I'm always going to play games and I'm not going to take this on a trip, I'm not going to play out in the living room. Why not just get a dedicated desktop rig and just do that? It's a lot easier. So that's what I did. I went out and gave her my, mm. gave her my old computer and then just basically that's it. And I went out and bought this Legion pre-built. It was a thousand bucks and it's, it's been great. I, it, and mm. I just play final fantasy and now I got back to world of Warcraft cause Dragonflight came out and it's awesome. Like oh, I thought God. I was done with World of Warcraft, and then I've been playing it like kind of nonstop for the last couple of weeks. So, <laughs> it's pretty crazy, nice. right? So, um, but yeah, it just made more sense to have a desktop, considering the fact that I would rather have the horsepower and the cooling mm-hmm. and the lights. And it was just, if I was going to spend a thousand bucks, why not just get the desktop? Since I really don't have need the mobility for the gaming that I'm doing. So I've always thought of so moving away, having moved away over 10 years uh, ago from consoles it's always as a pc gamer i always thought that the future ideally would end up being like say if i if i'm you know i'm living someplace and essentially uh i would have my main desktop computer as like my my main computer core and then it then everything else and whether it's in uh in the house which i have set up in my current house right now where i can steam link into it like remotely and still be able to play having our network infrastructure fast enough so where we could do it just over the internet like it would be it would, that was like the ideal is just to have like my right. one heart one central hub and then everything cool. else yeah. right right though right since we're not quite there yet and also with the hardware stuff i do have like the steam deck uh, as well and that one's been fun too because i put windows on a little sd card and 
just just to test it out a little bit. I use it rarely because I'm pretty sure if I had that Windows running on that constantly, they'll kill the card in like three months. <laughs> right. uh, so, but but it's like it's one of those things you can still remote in though from the Steam Deck. And one thing I'm trying to I'm try, I want to compare because I have them both set up on my home network. The Steam right. Link, the old school Steam Link, which I, I bought like several of them when they were like five dollars a pop on the closeout sale because i'm like don't take them from me you know right. and <laughs> and then then i have the steam steam deck like docked and it's like remote play versus uh well like the steam remote play versus steam link and i'm like which one works better and it de- it depends so like yeah. it depends on the situation but it's 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 mm. cool seeing that and I don't know. It's just like it's it's it fulfills more of the web of like. I feel like I'm more in the future, <laughs> right? And I would try that, but I just don't have the the bandwidth here as far as the internet. I oh. just don't have the speeds. I just can't pull that off. So really, so that again, that that's and part of the reason why I bought that and have that is because that's kind. Of, I mean, I'm not going to be playing real graphic intensive games on mm-hmm. it. I mean, really, Final Fantasy 14 is about the the highest threshold I'm going to push it, and which is nice is now is because remember I could do it with my laptop. I could kind of get it to ultra settings, but it would just be it chug a little bit. But now it's like I could just push this this thing because of the it's got a 3060 in it, and I can just push it all the way to the top, mm. run everything perfectly, and it's like it, it makes more sense. I, I never hear it. It definitely ventilates a whole lot well, better. Well, one thing I would say I would suggest that depending on what your hard drive setup is, but like for my brother in law, I set up like so we got him like a six terabyte drive because I want him. He wants to be also be able to to have a, like a Plex library too, because yeah. part of this whole thing and one of the best things about having, I think, a, just a, a home station to use is to be able to have take some of the power away from the streaming services, and I'll just get Blu-rays, rip them to my legally to my computer, and then have them backed up for me, and I can watch wherever I want. Same thing with music too, and it's just nice to have that. If that makes any sense, like, I don't know. It's just that's one of the big the big use cases outside of just everyday computing that I right. use on my desktop. Yeah, See, my um, yeah, my mom's partner has a second um, tower just for to be a Plex server. Yeah, so that's actually a really great thing too because. Um, the only thing I'm missing to be able to do a similar thing with some old hardware, like a what was it, an AMD Athlon 2. Yeah, old. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, like I'm missing, I need to get hard drives and a power supply. And then I could have a Plex server if I want to in an old beige computer case that I call that my my buddy I got it from called her the case uh, Hermes God of Thunder back in like 2004. <laughs> so. <laughs> Ah, so good though. Yeah, it's it, it it is great. Like the flex is excellent. I like. Oh, it's good. I paid I paid for the lifetime because I don't want to do any any like you can do stuff for free with it, but the lifetime stuff was great too. Because how much is that? That's a good question, actually. Stand by, let me look. Uh, but essentially, what it does too is you can use an app called Plexamp, which is basically like just just for audio stuff, which is really oh, okay. nice. And you can download a Plex a Plex. Uh, like a dashboard so you can kind of see who okay. if you shared it with people um i wish i could see what the price is for the lifetime membership okay flex it, it was pretty good though um uh, well here's yeah. the thing is i have apparently i have two i have an ssd on this but then i have a gig hard a terabyte hard drive but nothing's written to it so 87 percent of the ssd is so I was going to install um, a game from 
um, uh, Xbox, like the, the remote or the, mm-hmm. and I can't, I, I don't know how to get to this HDD. Like it, when I look at, when I look at the storage, it doesn't, I got to look at this up. So I don't know. I have a clue. Are you on Windows right now with this? Yeah, I would assume. So you have so like you're seeing weird partition issues with your SSD or the. Or no, the- it just so what I see is it it shows, like when I go to CPU on the on the Legion, you know, utility, it shows mm-hmm. SSD 208 of 236, and underneath that it's, it has HDD zero gigs of nine nine hundred thirty one gig. So I'm like not using any of the hard drive, but I I wish I could move some of the some of the i wish i could run the i guess they want to run a primary i don't have to figure this out i have no idea i've never had a dual drive or a dual um, hard drive in here before with a a solid state and an actual regular hard drive yeah essentially what you'll want is is the way i set up this one because i did a similar thing with this computer is uh on the m.2 solid state you that's what you put the os on and then basically the other drive, it, I, I got a big enough one where most games and stuff are going to end up being on the SSD as well. But then the other drive just treats a separate thing essentially for uh, data, uh, data hoarder purposes. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. I, it doesn't, but on I go and I'm doing it through the Legion, I can see it. But when I go through the actual Windows utility, mm-hmm. it only shows one drive. It doesn't show anything else. Oh, how, when did you get this computer? Mm, like three, five months ago, four months ago. And that you've never been able to see it, that hard drive. Not from the system utility, no. <laughs> I, I think I know how to fix that for you. Well, we can talk offline. But anyways, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But, and look at this, Jermaine. He gave us six of those whatever things, dollar euro things. I don't, do they even have, is that still a thing? Euros. Yeah. Yes, euros. Bottle caps. That's caps still real money. All out, you know. That's still real money. They still use it. Yeah, that is real money. It's pretty oh. much the same as a pound. Assuming, <laughs> assuming that we like, whenever I go to Europe, the go to London, that things stay the same. This will be the first time I've ever could have ever dreamed that the U.S. dollar is worth more than the British pound. Whenever I, yeah, I know, the country. Awesome. this is the time to travel. All you yeah. Americans, right now is where you go. Right when it was two for one, it was bullshit. But now, if you, I know when, when, I, <laughs> right. when I went what last time, time, when I went last time, it was in the middle of like the Iraq War, and I was just like, I was going through. I was like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. you know, like i'm sorry i'm the obnoxious american here you know what's you know? funny is and i would tell people you know what fuck you man i'm not the fucking making military policy i'm some dude like i don't speak to the united states government dude, i don't give a shit it's like oh it's you americans like no first of all asshole it's not this american this american doesn't give a shit about any of that kind of stuff and look man i am not your punching bag for the failed united states military policy, okay it's not my thing like i don't care i'm here i came to your country to have a pint have some fish and chips and sit in traffic in the M25. Okay, that's what I want to do. That's your dream. Drive, okay, that's my dream. And then drive on the right side of the road, which is the wrong side of the road. But also I want to learn how to drive a, a British, uh, a car in the UK and have to shift a standard transmission with my left hand. Cause that would just freak me out. I'd be like trying to like, Ooh. it would all screw me up. So I guess my ask, my question is, is the clutch on the, on the far right? I guess it would be right. No. On a, on a, okay. So, so the, you're driving on the right side of the car, right? The pat where we'd be on the passenger side. So the shifter yeah. obviously would be on in the console, which would be your left hand's gonna have to shift, right? Yeah. But the the pedal configuration is still clutch, brake, gas. Yeah, gas on the really? far right. I yeah. thought it would be that it would be the opposite, right? Because in American no. cars, the clutch is on the out uh, by the door, right? It's clutch. So it makes sense. So you're doing the gears and the clutch with the left hand side of your body together. Right. So, well, I mean. 
Yeah, so that's good because I was worried about like if I that would freak me out having to try to like use the clutch, dude. I know how many times I would probably drive. I would either blow the engine up or I would break the clutch because I would <laughs> I would hit the left my right foot to hit the clutch on the right side, which is okay. Cool, gotcha. Well, so so blinker, left hand or right hand? Um, uh, left. You guys. Okay, same here. Well, everything's okay. the same. It's just physically on the other side. It seems like it's <laughs> yeah. all the same. Yeah, and essentially. It, yeah. And here's the thing, mate. It's an indicator. Indicator, it's yeah. It's not a blinker. <laughs> Don't it you indicates. Here's it indicates sorry, where you're going. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm from. I'm from the. I'm from Goonies. I'm Fuck from, you. I'm from Missouri too. I, I'm from. The same I'm, state. I'm from. Yeah, but I'm closer to the edge of the earth. Right. Slowly, I mean, you're you in the middle of Missouri, and I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm in St. Louis. Okay. So, anyways, but yeah. So remember, <laughs> if you're gonna go there, you gotta learn that. You gotta learn the terminology, and that's why it's been good hosting a show with two guys from the UK, right? Because I start picking up on indicator. Right, that's what they call it the boot, and that's the trunk. Right, you call it the boot, or right? The torch, so, right? Exactly, right? It's it's a lift, it's not an elevator, right? Call it the lift, the mm. loo, right? Get in if you're going to be there, don't be that American, right? You, you know, have to, you have to take care at of least, at least with the loo, it's one syllable, you know, it's called the head. Ooh, there you like go. It, but if you're on a ship or you know, yeah, right, you're military, yeah, Barry Johnson, myth man, legend. legend. The, the absolute awesome man that he is. Engineer Supreme with extra tomato and plus sour cream. Thank you, sir, for the $10 <laughs> super chat. Love you, man. Uh, Barry has been, first of all, he's a fantastic human being, but just a supporter of the show and great guy all around. He's always in the streams that I'm in. And Barry, anytime I show up, he's always the first person to say, hey, welcome, Sam. Hey, Sam. Reggie's in the chat. Love me, <laughs> love me some Barry Johnson. And it's very, and so we're clear, it's very agape. Right, it's very agape love. Just putting it out there, right? <laughs> Don't get weird. It's not an Eros thing. It's a very agape. Just saying. It's my, he's my man. I love him. Yeah. So a lot of love for Barry. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, I was just curious. So yeah, when you're gonna go there, if you're gonna be there in April, I know you're gonna be an American. You're gonna stick out like a sore thumb. But just if you can kind of at least throw them a bone and start using some of the terminology they use, right? Some of the lingo. Yeah, you, you might you might get a pass. Maybe somebody Oof. might get a pint. Ooh, that'd be good. Well, see, like I'm gonna. I'll buy you like, a pint. I'll buy you a pint. I'm definitely. gonna. Tr- I'm gonna try to stay in like character as Captain Pike as much as I can. Oh, awesome! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be glorious. Oh God! You know what you ought. You, you know what you ought to do for us and for the show. We have a specific ask. You have some homework to do. You oh, need okay. To do a lot of vlogging throughout. Can I just ask quickly? Not Captain we, Pike, we, disabled we wanna... Captain Pike, or oh no, no, I go as I go as the pre like yeah the original the light you know yes <laughs> right yeah. though though you know what that would be a great way to like go from like the parking lot to the actual venue and like be like oh, yeah. my God, I'm sorry I got the rest of my legs and then you just sit there and go <laughs> right <laughs> so DT is here to here to help out so the pedals are in the same order. Okay, only the gear is different. I think the indicator depends on where it's manufactured. Back at home, the Honda was on the right. The oh, really? Okay. Oh, okay. But again, he's in he's in Central Europe. So, okay, anyway. So yeah, maybe right. regional variations. I was just thinking that if if everything everything if the if the drivers was on the right side of the car, everything would be reversed. Like the gear would be on the left, your your clutch would be on the right, and it would be mm. on, and that would have freaked me out. But and like I said, and also at ER, let you know. Yeah, thank goods, madness. But yeah, most cars would be automatic as yours. I know. Hashtag save the manuals. I know. But and here's the reason why. 
I, I'm still going to drive a standard transmission because one, it's easier to fix. It's cheaper. Two, it's a lot. You got to drive the car. And three, you have more control over the downshift when you want to really get into it. Like if you have a performance car, remember, because when mm. you hit your gas and your electric on your automatic, it's downshifting into the lower gear threshold so we can like give you that punch, right? It's not trying to accelerate from fifth or 10th or whatever. It's, it's downshifting. The transmission is downshifting to get you that higher RPM threshold to get you up. What I like about my car is my, with a standard, I can go right to third. Like if I'm going 75 miles an hour, I can go right to third and floor it. And then it's going to, we're going to get it into the 6,000 RPM range, but I'm going to get a lot of punch out of it. But I don't have to wait for the transmission to downshift from sixth to fifth to fourth to third. Right? I can go right to third and punch it and then go. So I have a lot more control over the, of the rolling through the gears that, and I like, and plus it's fun to drive. And no, I know it's not so, going to happen anymore. I know I realize. And so I'd love to see you do a, a roundabout. There's one in Hemel Hempstead, which is a crazy roundabout. There's roundabouts yeah. on the roundabout. You'd, right. you'd, shit, you'd shit yourself. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. I can't wait. I'd love to just, I'd like to have my car. And that's the thing is, if I did go to UK, I would love to take my Mustang to UK. I just, oh, I'd, oh I'd love to go into your Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think, do they even have them in the UK? I'm sure somebody's got one or two. Or yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. But I would, yeah, I would totally, yeah. I like to have my car shipped over there and like literally just rock that. That would be fantastic. Just for fun. Cool. I just, as long as I go in a straight line, I wouldn't, I would kind of like to drive just a reliant Robin up there for once. The problem yeah. is I know if I got to the UK and I would start the roundabout, I'd start to go to the right side and I'd run <laughs> with somebody. Cause I have to go. Then, to the right. then we'd have to dress up as um, Trotter's independent traders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely so yeah so there you go right and then yeah so yeah, again and he's right well i mean i think what i think they only say like five percent of the vehicles currently on the road in the united states are actually a standard transmission yeah okay so i'll tell you i'm ashamed to say it but the only stick shift i can drive is a tractor that's okay that's a big you stick know. you know you know yeah you don't really downshift <laughs> <laughs> you don't really yeah yeah. Absolutely. I, I know. And I realize, I, I know that it, it's, it's a, it's a, and, and I get it. And then people don't want to mess with it. And I understand. So it's, it's okay. Cause you can't eat food and you can't text message while you're in a, in a, in a <laughs> you just can't generally be, you just can't generally be as unsafe with them. Right. You know? So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. I get, I realize that it's a dying breed. I realize that at some point in the future, as I get older, probably in my late years, I'll probably will go to an automatic transmission just because I probably won't be physically be able to, to have the, when you're dexterity, yeah when i'm like 90 like i hope i don't have to drive at that point <laughs> but anyway but yeah so it's just a thing i know and i and did you see our a friend of the show el jefe got himself a new camaro did you see that oh, it's beautiful nice that car's awesome and i'm not a big Absolutely camaro fan beautiful. but that car is awesome i have to admit that's mm -hmm. that see that, his video of it um he's putting out a new video on uh, twitter earlier it's pretty cool yeah I, yeah that's an awesome car it's I love starting it out cold it's beautiful sound yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's something you just can't get with a, a Tesla. And I no. know a lot of people don't care. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know what? That's fine. And I get it. And that, me and there's a guy. Uh, his name is Jason W on Twitter. I was. He's a big Tesla guy, and I just like to mess with him because I'm not a Tesla guy. Um, and not just a Tesla. I just Sam electric vehicles Tesla. <laughs> yeah, and just electrical vehicles in general. Um, you know, no matter what, no matter what, they're, they're going to try to tell you that at at this point right now, it's for every use case, and it's just not. It's just not, I don't care what you say. You can sit there and talk about it. Maybe they're safer. Maybe that's fine. Just don't run it. Well, full self-driving. Yeah, that's great. I, you know, who cares? Range. I, I don't really, 
Right. It's range is the problem. Like I live in rural Missouri and like, honestly, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make uh, a, a, a dent really down here until one, I think one or both of these happen more ch- like, like fast chargers everywhere and, like charging getting, and, and getting the range to at least, at least like consistent a thousand miles per charge. Right. And, and here's the thing I tell people is, and, and, and Andrew can know this because he does a lot of this driving. So you, when you're driving, like when you drove, if you drove to Tulsa, right? You're driving on the interstate, right? You're going on 44, going to Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Right? That's probably what you took. Yeah. How many Teslas did you see interstate driving? None. Zero. You're not going to see them because it's just people aren't doing that. They just aren't. And especially if they mm-hmm. live in Nebraska, central Kansas, central Missouri, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. they're just not. They're just, yeah. You might see an occasional Tesla here and there, but until the charging infrastructure gets better, it just it doesn't make any sense for anybody who's doing that kind of driving. So I don't know if well, this happened in the US, but in the UK there was like charging stations that had massive queues. People mm-hmm. were waiting for hours and hours because yeah. obviously they're going to travel for Christmas. Well, then I see SuperSaft, and he he was, and he, I guess they were like uh, their chargers on both sides, like it's a double sided one, right? Mm. And apparently both sides didn't have the same amperage. So the one person was getting like the fast charging. He was the second person on the opposite side of that same charger stand. And he was getting standard charging because it couldn't output the same. Oh, I think uh, I saw this actually. Yeah. Both. I'm like, hey, yeah. And you know what? And it's funny is they're literally going to go into queues to charge your car. Right, dude, do you want to swap for a little while? <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, dude. Or just turn your shit <laughs> off so I can plug in my shit. Yeah. So go. By the way, um, By the way, just so you know. Turn off your car, and by the way, extreme skins—they make skins for your shit. By the way, so turn off your yep. car. But yeah, it's just that's crazy, right? Now that people are fighting over queues, the infrastructure isn't there. Like I said, again, it's maybe in fifteen years, maybe we're having a different conversation with this. Maybe the infrastructure is there. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me in California they they got to go to all this electrical shit and they can't even maintain their electrical grid now, what happens when you put fifty thousand of these cars on the road? Yeah, this is one reason why I feel like okay, all the roo- sure. all all the roofs of because because thinking about it too, like how many people park their cars outside? We need to have. I think I would love to see an industry standard of having the roofs and the hood and the and the like a lot of the body of the parts of the car that that are kind of doors, whether it's the hood or the trunk and just the, the roof, which isn't really a door, but have those be solar panels. I don't know exactly how, because, because obviously you don't want to to mess up like the crumple zone effect, protection right. effect. So, well, I mean, you can still make the a frame and the, a, the yeah. pillar. I mean, you can still make those, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. And like I said, and, and, and this, this pretty much sums up how I feel about it. Yeah. In 15 years, I'll just tell you somebody else is a feature in cars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. It's whatever, man. Like I said, again, here's the thing. If you if you got the money and you want to spend it and then you want to be that person, go right ahead. I've never knocked anybody for what they want to do. Just for me personally, I'm going to be an ice guy for a while. And if I do buy an electrical vehicle, it won't be a Tesla. I, I saw that the Hyundai has a, the Ionic 5. That looks mm. pretty cool. I sat in one. I couldn't drive it because, ironically, the dealership didn't have a charger. How, fun, uh, how funny Shut is up. that, right? No, I swear the to God. Dealership the dealership didn't have a charger. They had the car out front and they let you get in it. It was, it was in the showroom. And don't tell me it doesn't come in the box well i don't know but he, i just said hey can you take these on a test drive he said no hyundai hasn't sent us the chargers for all the dealerships because they're expensive and so and so right now you could sit in the car you couldn't even turn it on or nothing because it was essentially not- that makes sense the dealership that's gonna 
show off the car, can't right. show off the car. That doesn't make any sense. I know it was, it was cracking me up, but I was because I wanted to test her. I'm like, I'm going to check this thing out, right? And he's like, Oh yeah, well we don't. It's not we don't have a charge for it. Oh no, you can't do that. And I was like, Well, how? You, like, you... I was like, Whatever. Okay. So and this is why hybrid cars with a used market. Sam just went in it, went. Pretended he was right driving. Now, <laughs> the Prius and the hybrid model is still the way to go right now, as far as you get the battery, yeah, the gas, the longevity. Granted, the only problem is because when you go to replace a hybrid battery, good luck, man. It's not going to be cheap. That shit's expensive, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, and uh, Volvo. Yeah. I, I don't like Volvos. Are nice. They're expensive They're okay. now. Well, all cars are all cars are now. It's nuts. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, but yeah, I in mm-hmm. Volvo. Yeah, I would. I mean, there's other electrical options, and I think by the time Tesla really realized these other manufacturers are getting EVs to the market, and the hearing is, they're proper car manufacturers. Ford, Chevy, other other places, right? They've been building cars for a hundred years. Tesla is not a hundred. It hasn't been building cars that long. These are mm-hmm. companies like, and even Toyota. If you, and the funny thing is, I think they finally do, but they were the last one to get on board to the full EV. This is Toyota, by the way. That's a surprise. Well, they have the the Mirai, so they've got the hydrogen. Yeah, you said about this before. Yeah, I, dude, I that I think is would be more of a future where you have hybrid hydrogen powered vehicles. So you just fill them up with hydrogen, and right, and they and they they have zero emissions because it's water vapor, right? It's hydrogen. I I would be because then you get the best of both, right? You get the zero emissions. Because isn't that what it's about? The problem isn't is it's about it's right about about. Ecologically friendly vehicles, but the problem the problem is right now, at least at, at least a couple of years ago, um, most of the way they obtain the hydrogen fuel isn't eco friendly though, so it kind of negates it to a certain extent. Well, neither is neither is the battery. True, this right. is true. So, so it's like, at what point then? <laughs> then how do you choose which direction then? Because at what point is which one does more damage? At that point, I guess. And well, I it depends know. on which one more does more damage that's visible to the public and the general consumer that they care about. Yeah. That moves yeah. the needle for them, right? What's yeah. more that, palatable? That is, it's sad that that's the that's the the biggest like. Uh, Welcome to humanity, know. Andrew. Congratulations, <laughs> you cracked the code, right? That's for everything, right? It's just what's more palatable and what makes most noise, right? What what will you be able? What will generally people tolerate as far as an acceptable loss? Right, that's True. basically what it comes down to. Depressing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, they've okay, and and Scoots told me they have the EV Rav Four. Okay, there you go. But the, but that Rav Four platform is old, right? They don't have a new kind of vehicle, right? Are they leveraging a completely new, not taking an existing platform and leveraging an EV component to it? That's what I'm curious. And so there you go. I'm curious, and I'm glad Scoop mentioned mentioned that because that's true. I didn't know that, so there you go. See. I don't know half the fucking stuff I'm talking about half the time. Oh, neither do I, mate. It's... That's why we have this show. Yeah. That's Speaking why... of that, we're at the, we're <laughs> one hour and six minutes. Mark and Andrew's got better stuff to do to listen to us yammer on all day. So, <laughs> welcome back. We're glad we had you're actually the first guest of the new season. So, you, you are, yeah, Captain. Woo! Well, thank you guys. Yeah, it's great, I, man. I'm like, so it, we're in, it's, it's great just to be able to just come and ring in the new year. Absolutely. Even though it's a few days late, but that's okay. You're the first one here. We had our, we had our, you know, we, we offered to have you come on New Year's Day, but you have like, like stuff to do. It's going we on. Obviously, yeah. obviously, we weren't a priority, so that's clear. <laughs> I, I, I had to clean up slash make you survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you take care. Okay, there. Road a road tax. Oh, of course, of course. Why wouldn't the British come up with a tax? 
hashtag oh, yeah. invent the taxes. We tax everything, man. Right. Remember though the Beatles say tax man. Listen to that song, folks. There you go. Just saying. It's the tax man. Oh wait, sorry. They'll tax if you talk <laughs> if you take a walk, they'll tax your feet. <laughs> Just saying. And lazy so, on a sun, sunny afternoon by the kinks. Talk about the tax man taking there all his dough. So that's where we are. So Andrew, thanks for taking time with us. Yeah. We again we we couldn't think of any better way to start the new year by having you on the show. And of well, course, as always, you will be a recurring theme and guest, and we'd love to have you on further. We can talk about yeah. whatever comes on. Well, actually, we definitely want to have you on after your trip to the UK. We're gonna talk about laptops oh, versus yeah. um laptops versus PC, weren't we? But we yeah. didn't well, we we'll save that for next time. Absolutely. Yeah, well, you know what though? Because the thing is, yeah, like whoa. I, th- I think we might want to do a little bit of research. Like, I don't know. I think that might be. We might want to figure out what the hell we're talking about. And like, yeah, nah, I think it'd be great. Let's just wing it. Yeah, let's, let's do what we always do. Just let it rip, right? So, and also do, <laughs> but do me a favor, please. As you're uh, walking around town in London, please do some videos. We'd love to see like vlogging, you know, and just kind of be out. In the oh, yeah, that'd be street. awesome. Yeah. An American werewolf in London. Captain Pike walking around London. Awesome. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah. Uh, the the best part is it's like I don't have the like the best American accent, but like since I'll be in in England, it'll it'll sound even more American just because everyone. No you're going to be shaving like all this well, off. Then. The funny thing is, is yeah. you and I don't hear yeah, it. Yeah, you're going to have to, aren't you? So here's the thing: you and I don't hear it because we're both from Missouri. True, because we're a melting pot. But, but when you go for over either the United States, other places, or I had some lady in Detroit told me I was from the South. I was like, mm, I don't think Missouri is the South, but. I mean, it's definitely not Mississippi. Let's just put it that way. You'll no. you'll see that people will think you'll sound a little bit more country than you really are because you won't hear it, but they will hear it, and they're like, "Yeah, just get ready because they're going to give you a little bit of trouble." And you know what? Tell them whatever. And if then people want to give yeah. you some political bullshit, that, just tell them. I, what, ha- I have to drink. I have to grind my charm skill before I get up there to be able to to. Oh, we'll be good. We'll be okay. Yeah, but do <laughs> yeah. me a favor, get some vlogs in there because we want to want to see the 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 yeah, adventures definitely. of Andrew. Oh yeah, we can't wait. It'll be great. 100%. All right, Joe. Anything else? Are we good? I think we're good, mate. Yeah. Oh, do you want to announce who we got next week, or is it not official yet? Or oh, it's official. So next week we are supposed to have uh, Adam Doubt from Benefit of the Doubt. So I don't know if anybody we've had him on the old show. Um, fantastic, fantastic. And he went to CES, so we'll get to actually somebody who actually was there and he can give him some stuff. And so it'll be good. We'll have Adam on next Sunday, and it'll be fantastic. He's a he's a fantastic chap. Oh, he's a Cubs fan. You know. <laughs> That that sucks, but that's okay. This just gives us something to mess with them about. It's like Arsenal and whoever their rival is. Tottenham. Right. right. So imagine the guest being a Tottenham fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up in Enfield where most of my mates are Tottenham fans, but yeah, I know what you're saying. All right. So he's a Cubs fan. Other than that, he's a fantastic dude. So we can't wait. So he'll be on the show. Adam's a lovely dude. He's a great guy. He's an awesome guest. Very intelligent, very smart. Been in the business a long time, and he's got his own podcast called Benefit of the Doubt. If you want to check it out, you can. Him and uh, Cliff Thomas do a great job over there on the Benefit of the Doubt. We we like their show, and I'm a fan because I am subscribed to his show and have been for a long time. So he'll be on the show next Sunday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. BT uh, GMT in the UK, same time, same channel. And that's it for our show for this week. So again, Andrew, thanks for coming on. Appreciate yeah. it, even with your horizontal. Striping on your shirt. <laughs> Thank you. I know you're a little sensitive about that, but that's okay. We still love you anyway. And so does everybody else. And for myself, for Joe Hickey, that's our show for this week. Enjoy your tech. Take care of each other. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. And also be excellent to each other. 
Love you guys. We will catch you both all next week. Goodbye.